ahead and uh, call the meeting to order for debt management for August 30th, 2023, leaving 9.03 a.m. Uh, and we'll start with roll call. Carolyn Fitzpatrick? Here. Dan Stewart? Here. Richard Churchill? Kurt Clausen? On the phone. Cindy Creighton? Here. Karen Fielding? Sherry Jorgensen? I'm here. Ross Miller? Michael Naft? Here. Victoria Seaman? Present. And Katie Williams is absent. So one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven. You have a quorum. Perfect. Okay, we'll first start by opening up public comments. Are there any uh, members from the public on the um, phone that want to speak? Are there any in here that want to speak? Seeing none, I'm going to go ahead and close the public comment. Can I ask a point of clarification? So at the health district, they make us read this little thing now that says this is how you can get on the phone, This and they said yeah. it's state law. Do we need to do that? Um, I'm asking because... Uh, do you do it in your commission meeting? We don't, but the health district is adamant that it's the law yeah, that we have fine. to do it. Oh, it is? Good, because it's a thorn just, in my side. It. Okay. I think, we, I think we, should, should, we should do it. We just started at the City Honor Society. I know. People are interpreting it. It's for 100% remote Oh, it is? Yeah, but there's no public space for people to come. Perfect, because I always argue with the secretary. <laughs> I have three minutes in a couple of weeks. I'll bring it up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That we'll go ahead and close the public comment. The first item on the agenda is the approval of the agenda. So moved. Have a motion by Councilman Stewart, a second by Commissioner Naft. Any discussion? She is a Seeing that, all those in favor, please say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Item number two is approval of the minutes of the regular meeting from April 6, 2023. Do you have any comments or questions or changes to the minutes? Seeing none, I'd entertain a motion for approval. I have a motion by Commissioner Knapp, a second by Councilman Stewart. No further discussion. Seeing no further discussion, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? And that motion carries. Item number three is to receive the annual reports of the current and contemplated general obligation debt, um, which you'll see in schedules A and C. And Jeff, can I do that? Absolutely. I will okay. do it quickly. So, because I think we don't have any new members. Is that correct since the last meeting? I think we have two. Actually. Oh, you do? Okay. So, if anyone has any questions, please let me know. For the record, Jeffrey Scher uh, with the Department of Finance. My last meeting ever as I will be retiring next week. So this will be my last presentation. <laughs> so uh, on behalf of the County Finance Department, uh, we have created a Schedule A for your reference. Uh, I'll go through it rather quickly. Uh, if you look in the first column, it will list out the entity. And in the second column, you will have the type of debt that uh, is recommended if there is any sort of debt. You'll see that most of them have no debt contemplated. What we did in column four, where you see the word, where you see contemplated geo debt in DMP, you'll notice that a lot of these you approved last year, if you remember. 
All we wanted to do was, and we put some footnotes at the bottom to give you an idea on the timing of some of these issues, but these were all approved by the board at some point last year of debt from the various entities. So um, if you notice that a number doesn't go from column four into column five, you've already approved them and it's just waiting for the jurisdiction uh, for whatever reason that they have not issued anything yet. I'm guessing a lot of it has to do with increasing interest rates and maybe life has changed uh, in these jurisdictions uh, for some of these uh, contemplated debt that they have. The only issues that you have for FY24 that are new will be in column five that says contemplated GO pending DMC approval. So you'll notice about halfway down there's a $400 million general obligation bond uh, for the school district and that was originally on this agenda and the school district pulled it to bring back uh, for a later date. My understanding is is that they will probably be here in the spring of night of of, of this year, uh, of 24, excuse me, for an issuance date probably in June of 24. So you've got a little bit of time before they're going to be coming forward, at least that's what their plan is. If you look almost at the bottom, you will see that the SNWA is planning on issuing a $270 million uh, issuance as well. The timing on that one will probably be again the spring of 2024. So those are the only two that should be coming forward to you uh, for the upcoming fiscal year. I did want to put a caveat on that, that, this, that uh, due to uh, the legislative um, session that we were just in, the county was put in a situation where it may have to issue some bonds for the stadium. And so when and if that comes about, we are not contemplating that at this point because I don't know the timing of it. But I just wanted to put it out there that there is a responsibility on behalf of the county and the timing on that will be uh, to be determined. Okay. And, and so just for clarification, though, those bypass this committee. They do. I wasn't sure whether. I think uh, they have to come to us. Based on the history of the, of the finance department, we probably would bring it before just as an FYI, but if we don't, then we're not required to. So I just thought I would bring it up. Oh, no, I just want folks on oh. to know that you won't get the opportunity to vote it up or down because the legislature says we have to do it <laughs> and it bypasses us, but I always like it to come back just so we can see what the long-term payout is, how that works, so that we can explain it to constituents. That will make sense. So that is all that we had on Schedule A. If anybody has any questions on any of the debt. Does anybody have any questions? I have one other question. So the district promised a list of what they're doing with this $400,000. We've yet million? to see it. Uh, no, I have not seen it. Did I mean, you get anything from the school district? Yeah. No. So before they can be on the next agenda, we'd like our list. Very FYI, good. Whoever's in charge. And again, my anticipation based on our conversation with the school district is they won't be till the spring. So well, I don't care when it is. They're not <laughs> Unless they bring us our list. <laughs> so. Very good. Okay. It's only fair. That's why this board exists. Definitely. So if there are no other questions on Schedule A, I'll move over to Schedule C. Schedule C is a required uh, schedule that just gives you an idea of the tax rates for the next five years. You'll see in the first column is the actual tax rate, which was approved by the various entities during our budget process and approved by the County Commission uh, in June of 23 and by the State Tax Commission in late June of 23. You'll notice that column uh, 2, 3, 4, and 5 are all exactly the same. None of the jurisdictions in our conversation have any, idea, any thoughts of contemplated increase in debt 
but they all wanted to reserve the right and authority to increase that if and when needed. And if so, they will bring it to their own jurisdiction first, then it'll come before the county commission before it goes to the state tax commission. So right now, nobody is contemplating any increase <coughs> above the rate that they currently are levying in FY24. So does anyone have any questions for me on those? Does anybody have any questions on the phone? So can you just explain for the new members um, the rate and the cap, how far they're able to go so that if they're looking at this, they'll see it somewhere at 93%? Actually, that's Schedule D. So I'll okay. get to, I'll, I'll do that. That one was just Schedule C. So okay. I will do that when we get to Schedule D. All right. So <coughs> with that, uh, <laughs> I will go ahead and if there's no other questions, I'd entertain a motion uh, to approve item number three, which is Schedules A and C. I have a motion by Commissioner Knapp, a second by Councilman Stewart. Uh, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? And that motion carries. The next item is item number four, which will be Schedule D. So Very good. So, item number four, Schedule D. You will notice that uh, you have a bunch of tax districts listed out with the entities and the first column is their FY24 uh, tax rate. These are tax districts and so what they, a district is made up is there are several levying entities within each district. So if you live in a tax district, you will always be paying property taxes to the state, you will always be paying it to the school district, you will always be paying it to the county because everybody lives in those jurisdictions. Then what you'll do is you'll get your levies for the city of Henderson, the city of North Las Vegas, um, in our case, Metro, uh, in other cases, library districts. Those are, the, uh, those are all within a district. You will notice at the top that District 110 is Mount Charleston Town and Fire. They have the largest tax rate in the entire county at $3.40.3. The maximum cap rate in the state is $3.64. So you'll see in column two, the difference between $3.64 and $3.40 is the 23.7 cents. So they're about 93% of reaching the top, which means that if anybody, if Mount Charleston Town, which is under the county, if the county were to raise the tax rates, in any of these jurisdictions, there's an impact on everybody else. It depends on the levying and how we're going to do it. So anything that impacts the state, the county, or the school district needs to be understood that when other people raise the rates, it may impact them because they overlap everybody. So, Sorry to interrupt. So that, uh, my question is, is just for clarification, is that the tax rate, sounds like this is talking about how that tax rate, the three, $3.40 gets set. In other words, if others raise, then that lowers the, their ability to... There may be. Aggregate? Well, there may be. If the state, county, or school district raises their rate, obviously everybody gets raised. There's 23 cents that we have to work with there. If the school district were proposing to raise by 24 cents, it wouldn't be allowed under state law because we are up at that max. And there's one entity throughout Clark County that's up at that level. So we have to be careful, and that's why we bring this forward not only to your jurisdiction, it goes to the county commission, it goes to the state, we bring it to you guys because this group may have uh, something where it may impact a tax rate. You need to know what tax rates have been raised, you need to understand where the tax rates is as we go through this agenda item to make those decisions because if someone comes in and wants to raise ad valorem, 
with uh, for a debt and it's going to impact these other jurisdictions. That's why we have reps from every jurisdiction okay. to understand Thank that. Thank you for that clarification. Uh -huh. The only other question is, this is probably very naive, but where did 3.40 come from? Well, it's a combination. It's the there's the county rate, there's metro in there, there's the school district in there, well, there's the state in there. The, I mean, how's the By statute? Statute? I yes, three dollars and sixty-four. I'm sorry. What is three point four tied to? I guess three point six four is in the constitution, oh. which is we can't go above that. Okay. So there are many counties in the state that are at three point six four. They absolutely have nowhere to go. Okay. So we are not at that point yet. But with the abatements and the issues that come along with that, raising your taxes don't always generate a lot more money. But some of these rural counties, they're already at the top, and then some. Thank you. So okay, very yep. good. So you'll notice down uh, about halfway down this first page over on the right hand, there is a highlighted area. Those are the only districts that there has been a tax rate increase from FY23 to FY24. And it was actually in the city of Henderson. The Henderson Library District raised their rate by half a cent. So you'll see it's 0 .0005, which would be half a cent that they actually went up. None of the other jurisdictions touched their rate. And the Henderson Library has been one who has bounced back and forth. They've raised it, they've lowered it, they've raised it, they've lowered it. And Boulder City uh, has uh, experienced that in the past as well. But for the most part, most of the jurisdictions in the, in the entire uh, county have not really touched their rates in years. Okay? So I just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention. <clears throat> you will notice about uh, almost at the bottom of the page, there is a line there uh, between Enterprise Town and uh, Mesquite. This is, you will see in the one, two, third column there, you will see that that is the percentage of 80.4. Last year, this commission set a rate of 80% uh, per NRS 350.0155. <laughs> that is on your agenda, uh, as I'm looking at my DA. Uh, and um, what is done is that this uh, board has established 80% as the rate that they want to be to be in compliance with NRS that I noted. So what that means is, is if any of these jurisdictions, that if they're going to issue an ad valorem, that they are going to raise the ad valorem, in any of these districts above the line, then they need to come back to this, that they need to note in their paperwork that there will be a benefit to either, hold please, uh, public safety, education, or health, because that is the criteria that this group has established. It doesn't mean that they can't issue it, it just means that they have to have a caveat in there that one of those three criteria meet this, because all the jurisdictions have determined that if you're going to do this and you're going to impact us at that rate, we want to know that those three things are going to be beneficial for it. So would a building be a new office building that they wanted to do would probably not fall within that because there wouldn't be that thing. Unless it's a new police station. Unless it's a new police station would probably be a caveat. So, so that, is, that is true. That is true. So, that is true. They're making me work for this last meeting. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah, sign no, up for this. Easy, I didn't say this is my councilman who's here speaking too. So, so, but I think that that's really what it is. And that's really what this agenda item is for is 75% is actually the lowest cap that you can use. If you look on this sheet, you will see that all that will do is encompass mesquite because we will go down three lines because they, they would be included if you did 75. My recommendation to you last year was to stick with the 80%. My recommendation is, again, this is the, as the county finance department, is that we recommend that you stay at that 80 again. I think with the rising interest rates, I can't see that there's going to be a lot of, 
of appetite out there for a vote of the people uh, for an ad valorem. We have not had an ad valorem vote in this state, in this county, that has been successful probably since the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, of people wanting to vote to raise their sales tax, and that was what this would be, is a straight general obligation that would require a vote of the people. So I think it's very safe to go to 80. You've only got two jurisdictions who have told us that they are contemplating debt. Neither of them would be using that ad valorem because the school district has the authority already to do that. So I don't think that it's necessary that you go down to the 75. My recommendation would be to go to the 80 as we have for several years. Okay, and uh, um, can I ask this question? Anybody have any questions on the phone? No? Uh, why isn't the Clark County redevelopment on here? Because they haven't bonded The redevelopment yet? agency, all of the jurisdictions have a redevelopment agency, and redevelopment is not a tax levying entity. We do a shift, so the county gets money and they shift that money from their, from their taxing entity, from Metro, from those, those go to redevelopment. It's the same in all the jurisdictions. Henderson, Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, Boulder City, all have a redevelopment agency. So they do not have the ability to levy a tax. The county has decided we will take some of that money and shift it over there, and it's ad valorem money that we're doing from the boundaries that we have determined to be within that redevelopment agency. So Clark County's redevelopment agency doesn't shift anything from a tax district? It is a, it is a line item on your tax bill, but the county has determined that we are going to do this shift of the money that comes into Winchester is we're shifting a portion of that into the redevelopment agency and all the jurisdictions do it that way. They don't, they are not an entity that has been created by the state that is able to levy a tax. So they don't need to be on this list. That is correct. That's why they wouldn't be on that. You're, the, each jurisdiction determines yeah, if they want to do that. Out their budget. Yeah, <laughs> I know where you're going. Just ask. <laughs> Just ask. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. All right. So with that, I would recommend that you go to eighty percent. Okay. So that is item number four. Uh, seeing no other questions, I'd entertain a motion. So moved. And the motion is to clarify that it's going to stay at eighty percent. Yes, and, it is. And establish the pri the priority. And establish That's the exactly same priorities. What, exactly what my motion. Exactly what yeah. you were always going to do. And Commissioner Knapp, you're seconding that. We're after the wise council. What do I have to lose, right? <laughs> all right. So with that, uh, all those in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed. And that motion carries. So did we do, you you wrapped five into that, sir? Uh, four was establishment of the, uh, yeah, actually four was the establishment, Lisa, tell me if I'm wrong, that was the 80%, number five was the priorities. Right, I so just you, need I think, to read number five into the record. Yeah. So, and number five was to establish the priorities, which a motion was made by Councilman Stewart, second by NAF, to keep the same priorities that we have today. All right, the next item is item number six, the next meeting. I think it's been working out on the Thursdays to have them. Um, so <coughs> um, when is, can our next meeting just be as needed? Yeah, it's, a, it's not one for September. Well, I don't know about October in a couple of weeks. I know, I got scolded a little bit because I try to 
clump them all together because we all have 50 different meetings right now and so the more that we can get people to try and put them on the agenda so we're not meeting all the time would be great but um, I'm happy to explain that to some agencies but I don't think I don't see anything coming so with that we'll just uh, establish the next meeting uh, as needed and we don't need a motion for that meeting will be established as needed. Second. I have a motion by Commissioner Knapp, a second by Councilman Stewart. Uh, the next meeting will be established as needed. A any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. And that motion carries. This is the second time for public comment. Anybody wishing to speak during public comment on the phone? Anybody here? Jeff, would you like to introduce everybody I just, to I, your... I just wanted to thank everybody. I've been doing this for many, many, many years, and uh, I appreciate all of your support over the years. So thank you as I move into retirement. So thank you. And I have good people that will be coming here next year that will be doing this. I can't, I can't promise you it's going to be that entertaining, but they will be doing <laughs> it. So. No, he's just learned today how we like to roll in this committee. Then he will. We take things very serious at debt management, so <laughs> we do that. Thank you, though, everybody. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank right. you. Chris, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, Chris Wardlock, Clark County Finance. I am uh, overseeing the debt uh, fund, so I'll be probably the next one here <laughs> next year doing the same presentation. Probably not as well as, as Jeffrey did, but uh, I'll try my best to answer all the appropriate questions as needed. We'll be good. It's Chris. not a rubber stamp committee, just so you know. Yep. <laughs> all right. So with any other public comment? Um, Thank you, good luck, have fun, Thank and um, we are adjourned. Appreciate it. Bye. So, questions? Bye. Bye. Bye.